0: Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, and welcome to Spiritual Journey with Hawaii Psychic, Geraldine St. Joseph. We come to you live today from Minnesota as we travel across the United States. Today is October 10th, 2010, 10, 10, 10. And it's a day that some people are making a great deal of fuss over and other people just consider an ordinary day. Our topic today is going to be the difference between destiny, fate, and free will, and how do these things fit together. Before we get on topic, I'd like to just talk a little bit about today's date. It being a 10, 10 is a a magic number. It's both masculine and feminine, so it's balanced. Zero often incorporates the entire world, the entire universe. It's where there's nothing and everything. It's all about potential. One is the self, and it's very direct. It's getting to know the self, and if you're in a 10 situation, then it's getting to know the self through the world or what is around us or making your impact on the world through manifestation. The number 10 is creation. It's things perfected. It's things fulfilled. It's the creative principle of God as it penetrates the universe and the eternal aspect of God with its nurturing openness that anything is possible. So use today to really think about what you want in your life, to really manifest the things that you want to create and be very, very aware of your thoughts. It's days like this where things manifest rather quickly and where we've put the seeds out there or what we're telling the universe we want in our lives. Be very aware of what you're saying. Try not to think in negatives, think in to manifest as opposed to what you're afraid of manifesting. That being said, we go into our topic. Is there a difference between fate and destiny? And if you believe in fate and destiny, Is it possible to also believe in free will? And where does that fit in? I'm going to put a little disclaimer right here because basically what we're going to talk about today, I will bring up uh, things from the dictionary like I always do. However, the majority of the topic is based on my own beliefs and my own experiences. So what is fate? Fate is different than destiny only in that As we interpret the word, people consider things that are fated or meeting your fate as not necessarily being a good thing. It can be a neutral word, but often we attach negative consequences to fate, whereas destiny we see in a more positive light. It is not inherent in the word. It's just the way that we look at it. In the dictionary, fate is defined as the will or principle for determining cause by which things in general are believed to come to be as they are or events to happen as they do. An inevitable and often adverse outcome, condition or end, like a disaster or meeting your fate would be, um, would be death. A final outcome. The circumstances that befall someone or something, the fate of a situation, the fate of a person. The fates were also three goddesses of, uh, I believe, Greek and Roman mythology. And I believe they had one eye amongst the three of them that they would pass back and forth. But basically, fate is blind. And they would have the thread of your life, and they would make knots where things were meant to be a little bit more difficult, and they would smooth things out where things were meant to be a little bit more happy. And sometimes they did this with purpose, and sometimes they did just because that's what they felt like doing. So that's where the fates are considered to be um, uncaring. Destiny is something to which a person or thing is destined, their fortune. A predetermined course of events often held to be an irresistible power or agency. Destiny and fate are often considered to be predetermined or predetermination. There are people who believe that um, your fate or your destiny are basically interchangeable. They're already written. There's a book that's written and your life is written out and you have no choices. Things are going to happen to you that life happens to you. Obviously, if you've ever listened to my show before, that's not what I believe. I believe in free will. The Bible teaches about free will. If we didn't have free will, we wouldn't need the Ten Commandments. We wouldn't need to have any laws. We wouldn't need to have consequences because everything would be already set up and it would be there and would have nothing to do with our decisions. Consequences wouldn't mean anything because they wouldn't teach us anything. And, yes, I know there are people who consequences don't teach anything, too. But for the vast majority of us, consequences will determine or at least play a part in our decision-making process. Now we get to free will. Free will is a voluntary choice or decision. Freedom of humans to make choices that are not determined by prior causes or by divine intervention. So if we believe in a divine spirit, if we believe in having a plan when we manifest and become people, if we believe that God directs us in some way and that spirit is guiding us, how can we also believe in free will? Well, the way I explain it is that your destiny or fate will bring you to a place, a turning point. At that point, it's up to you what you're going to do with it. You can either take hold of the, the opportunity and grasp it and make the most of it, or you can let it lie there, or you could do it halfway and really screw things up. But that. determinism is apparent in Kabbalah teachings such as the Tree of Life. If you're familiar with the Tree of Life, basically what it teaches is that there are 22 paths to any destination. You can take the high road, you can take the low road, you can take anything in between. But the point is, you choose which path to take. You choose how difficult it's going to be to get there or how easy it's going to be to get there. You choose whether or not you're going to backtrack. You choose whether or not you're going to go straight for the goal. But all roads lead to Rome. Even if you turn back and go in the opposite direction, eventually you'll get back there. Now, I see that we have a caller on the line, so let's see if they are calling to add to the discussion or if they just want to listen in. Um, The area code is 318. Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm fabulous.
0: Okay. And or
1: Hello? I'm listening I'm listening honey. I got I got new little note cards out. And it's interesting before you were talking about um before your radio show, um, I've been doing some work on telepathic telepathy and uh I can't say the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. And um, and and I'm I'm more of a scientific scientific part, but I'm very spiritual myself. And I, I'm just absolutely loving what you're having about this. I I, I guess I pressed one on accident. I don't know. I just had your. I was listening to the show.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. I think if I click you off, you can still listen, but you'll be muted. So is that what you want to do? Okay. Yeah. Are you
1: giving readings today or are you just um giving a discussion?
0: Generally we just do discussions. That's uh we'll be doing I think we're going to be doing a meditation, but usually I just have to see what Spirit tells me to do. But I have a feeling there's going to be one towards the end of the show.
1: Okay. Well for some reason I feel like Spirit wanted us to meet because I don't know why we're talking to each other when I just got to listen to your radio show. But do you have an email? Go ahead. Do you have do you have an email address or a website? Yes. Mm-hmm. May and I
0: have uh, that? My, sure. The email address is Geraldyn G E R A L Y N Geraldine at Okay. G E
1: R A L W L Y N N.
0: No. no. G E R A L Y N. Gerolyn. G E R A L Y N. Okay. Uh,
1: Yahoo.
0: No, yahu? voice of spirit. voice. Voice of, of Spirit. Spirit dot com. Yeah. And if you go to my page on uh, Blog Talk, it has it lists my different um websites. Different websites. Voice okay. of Spirit and like four or five other ones.
1: Okay. Well my my website if you ever get a chance it's usangelconnections dot com. So you can check okay. me out. But please I'd like right. to listen and continue on with your show.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. You have Thank a, a good day. Okay, bye bye. Okay. So, um basically in my belief system. Before we incarnate, we create a spiritual contract. And I know it's a a fairly commonly held belief amongst people who believe in metaphysics and is becoming a little more uh, accepted, more broadly accepted otherwise. And there are certain things, certain experiences that we have agreed to go through. And these experiences are things, The way I look at it, it's like you have a map and there are certain things that certain tolls you have to go through at some point. It may not be written out as to exactly when these things occur, but they have to occur at some point during the lifetime because this is what you agree to. And they often uh, involve other people so that you are agreeing to play a role. For instance, relationships. People talk a lot about soulmates, oh, I found my soulmate and he's my true love and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yes, I have a great deal of respect for that, you can tell. Um, The truth of the matter is that we come across hundreds, possibly thousands of soulmates in a lifetime. A soulmate is simply someone that you have incarnated with before or someone that you have an agreement with that you're going to teach each other something. Just because someone is a soulmate does not necessarily mean that you're supposed to stay with them the rest of your life. It doesn't necessarily mean that um, if they're abusive or treating you poorly that you're supposed to sit in that. You're supposed to teach each other something. You're supposed to pull each other through something. Now, where free will comes in is that you can choose not to learn anything. You can make that choice that you are not going to learn anything. When you're in a soulmate situation, you have a couple and it's a relationship where you see that one person is growing and the other person is remaining stagnant, a number of things can be happening there. It can be that the person who's growing is choosing to learn the lessons from the relationship that they're supposed to take with them and the other person is choosing not to. Or it could be that they had an agreement that one would outgrow the other and that through their departure from one another that that's where the lesson would be held. So, When you look at people and their relationships, and you look at yourself and your relationships, try not to be so judgmental. When we choose our roles, we're not always the good guy. We're not always the person who's on the up and up. We don't always incarnate as uh, an angelic figure. And during the course of a lifetime, there are times where you're the bad guy and times where you're the good guy. You see things through your own lenses, through your own perspective. However, on a larger scale, things may appear differently. You may convince yourself that what you did was okay or what you're doing is fine, and then when you look at it years later, you're like, wow, why did I ever do that? I was such a jerk when I did that. I feel so bad about it. That's where the growth comes in. That's where you grow as a person. When you look at your life and you can realize I'm not going to call them mistakes that you made, but lessons that you've learned, where you can realize maybe where you're wrong and maybe where you need to make an atonement, where you need to set up... ...possible. And sometimes it's not always good because it might create more harm than good, but to do it spiritually, you know, on a on a level where you are becoming more aware of your actions and how they interfere, affect, or uphold other people. So this is where free will comes in. You could be brought to a place. You're brought to a turning point, And it's your decision what to do with it and which road to take. It does make a difference. Every decision every thought has an impact in some way, whether it be minor or major. And some of the smallest things that seem to be nothing can have very large impacts on other people. Walking down the street and smiling, making that choice that you're going to smile and you're going to spread sunshine, that you're going to look each person in the eye as they pass by, crying or whatever, but you're going to smile. It does make a difference. I found, especially as I we were leaving Hawaii, because we're going to be away from Hawaii for a while, that people who I had not thought I was very significant in their lives came to me and told me how their life changed because of something simple. I remember as a child, um, a friend of mine, uh, my, my friend's uncle actually, was murdered. And it was a really, really difficult time for all of us in the neighborhood because it was right in the neighborhood it happened. And at the funeral, um, I tried to do as much as I could for the family because I was close to the family and taking care of it. He had young children, and there's a lot going on. And I was only 15 at the time. But at the funeral, one of the uncles stopped me and said to me, an act of kindness is an act of love. Thank you so much. You don't know how much it means to us, everything that you're doing. And that stuck with me. And any time that I've had to make a decision as to whether to step up and do something or offer my help, because sometimes just offering, even if they don't accept it, it's in the offer that the energetic has put out there, it makes a difference, and it changes people's lives. It changes the way they look at things. Maybe they don't feel so hopeless or they don't feel so alone. So it does make a difference. Every action you take makes a difference, even if it's just walking down the street smiling. So part of your homework this week is going to be to keep a smile on your face as much as possible and know that's not being fake, because even if you don't feel like smiling or you're not particularly happy at that moment, Simply having the act of smiling changes the endorphins in your body and will make you feel better. And when you make other people feel better, it changes the energetic around you, which, again, raises the vibration. and won't help everyone around you to feel better. So whether you feel like it or not in the morning, make the decision to have a good day and to smile at everyone you meet. Make the decision to put yourself out there and... My father taught me that you need to, you live by your principles. You need to act on your principles. That if you saw something happening that was wrong and you allowed it to happen by not taking any kind of a stand, by not saying anything, that you were just as guilty as the perpetrator. So it's about time that we all step up and we know that there is there's danger there. There are times when the good Samaritan is the one who gets hurt. But there are hundreds of times for that one time where the good Samaritan actually does something and changes somebody's life because of what they did. And maybe it's time for us to start stepping up because if people know if there's an acknowledgment that we're going to support one another, then less evil can exist in the world because we're not tolerating it. Evil exists because we tolerate it, because we allow it to a certain extent, because we see something wrong and we do nothing and we say nothing. So do what you can to protect people around you, whether you know them or not, and try to help them out. See an old, the grocery bank Even if she doesn't accept your help, Just the fact that you tried and that you smiled and that you were generous is going to brighten her day and help things. So with that being said, let's talk about psychics. I know a lot about this because I have the gift of prophecy. The gift of prophecy is spoken of in the Bible, and it is called the greatest of all spiritual gifts. The gift of prophecy allows us to have direct communication with God and with the Holy Spirit. Having direct communication with higher entities or beings who can see further than we can, it helps give us a little bit better direction. Things are not so predetermined that a psychic could tell you with 100% accuracy what someone else's decision is going to be, or even what your decision is going to be, because maybe by speaking with someone, you will change your mind or change your direction. The whole point of getting spiritual guidance, is it's guidance. It's not meant to tell you, this is absolutely going to happen, you need to do this. They're not meant to give you all the answers. They're meant to lead you in a direction And they're meant to help you make your own decisions. You are the master of your own fate. So yes, certain things can be predicted, other things can't. When you get a reading, basically what the psychic is reading, or intuitive, or whatever they want to call themselves, basically what the information that they're getting is the events that will occur... the energetic keeps flowing in the way that it's flowing at this time. So basically, if you don't change anything, this is the highest probability of what's going to happen. A psychic cannot tell you absolutely that this is what you're going to do. If you want to believe them and do that, then you make it true. If you want to say, no, I don't think that's my fate, you can change it. Our job is to give you an idea of what the landscape is so then you can make a decision as to how you want to move forward. Our job is not to tell you what you have to do. The only time that this is different, that, that things are different, there have been times when people have had things come up where spirit has tried to guide them, guide them, guide them. They're not taking the hint and they get, end up with a two-by-four in their forehead driving them in the direction that they're supposed to go, because this is one of those events that needs to occur, so they need to be directed towards it. 99% of your life is your choice. 99% is about you and the decisions that you make. So even though, you know, you may have a spouse, you might be married for five or six years, and then all of a sudden they start acting differently. you want to maintain a certain level of the relationship, they may decide that they're ready to give up at this point and they've already found somebody else or whatever the deal is. Where you have a choice in this perspective is how you deal with things. Are you going to become bitter? Are you going to become a victim? Are you going to be um, held back by someone else's actions? And yes, this can even happen with um, when we talk about there are times when there's a person who is a really good match for you, that they are, I'm going to say, the perfect match for you, that you're the perfect match for one another to help each other in your growth and sustain your, um, sustain your, your personality. loving of one another, whether you're very different from one another or very, um, very much the same as one another, but there's a balance there that's, that's met that is not going to be met by too many other people in the world. <laughs> I had a boyfriend, used tell me, you know, you're one in a million. Since we're in Philadelphia, that means there's five people exactly like you in the city itself. So just remember that. Just because you found the one or your perfect match, if a decision is made, not to accept that either uh, one of you might be feeling undeserving or one might grow faster than the other or for whatever reason there's, there's some other karmic event that's happening. You mustn't let that pull you back. It doesn't mean that there's no one else. It doesn't mean that you're not going to find happiness elsewhere. It simply means that at that point in time you need to make a decision as to what you're going to do with those actions and those behaviors. Life is only predetermined to the point of the lessons we're going to meet in our lives. Other than that, it's your decision how you take those lessons, whether you're going to integrate them, whether you're going to put them off, or where you want to go with that. They're very, very And if you can't change the aspect or the actual whatever's happening, like you can't, you have a brother or sister who gets involved in drugs or they become an alcoholic or they get involved with a drug addict or an alcoholic or they get into a cultic relationship. There's nothing, that's their choice. You can do things to let them know that you will still be there for them. You can do things to try and support them in becoming healthy. But if that is a decision that they make, it is not your place. And it's not in the realm of your ability to change that. They may have signed up for that particular lesson. And you may have signed up to be someone who is there to support them and to help them pull them through when the time comes, once they've they've learned that lesson. Or it could be that that's where they're going to sit for a while. So it looks like we have another caller Let's see. Um, There's a little hand up. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. But we're going to see if this person wants to talk. Their area code is 561. Hello. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. So you're talking about um, soulmates, right? I just joined. I just turned on. Oh, okay, predestination and whether we have any, like, where does free will?
1: Oh, we're way lost.
0: I just got re- kicked still? out of the room. I'm, so guys, oh, there you I'm, go. I'm here. Hello? I can hear you now.
1: Okay. Let me just shut off my sound on my computer. So... Um, So what is this program
0: about? Free will versus destiny or predestination. Oh, okay. I would love to know what my free will is. Well, basically your free will dictates the path of your life. Destiny will bring you to a place, and then you have a choice as to which direction to go from there. Um, The way the tree of life is set up is it tells you there's 22 paths to any one destination. So you need to treat each choice as if you cannot be wrong and move How forward with confidence. Choice?
1: How do I know what my choices are?
0: Do well, you drive to work or do you walk? Do you wake up in the morning and do you stay in bed? Do you talk to somebody or do you leave them alone? Do you smile? Do you want to be happy? Like what? You have choices every moment of every day. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, so I wake up in the morning, I look happy, and no matter where I go, I smile. That's very good. Well, and that's, 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 what, that's what destiny is? Destiny uh, is there are things that you agreed on that you're going to learn in this lifetime and things are put in your path within then report as to what to do with it. <laughs> you're in a coffee shop and someone's sitting there looking at you, and you want to talk to them, to whether or not you're going to go up and talk to them. I like see what you're saying. Yeah. You can either leave that there and just not invest your time, or you can just go and see if there really is something there for you. Well,
1: I see what you're you can saying. Them,
0: or you can, you know, go against what your guidance is telling you. What is my, so how do I feel my guidance? It's just, it's just available? Being able to tap into your guidance? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Well, I think that would take up like an entire show, and that is something that we're going to talk about. But basically what I teach people what do is do about how to email? tell. I'm not giving readings right now. I do private readings. Oh, okay. So um, these shows are more for learning and sharing ideas and discussing topics. So, but I do private readings, and if you wanted a private reading, you could um, email me, and my information is on at Block Talk Radio website, and it's uh, Geraldine at VoiceOfSpirit.com. Is my email? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought maybe you would be able to pick up something about me. I can if I want to do a reading, but we have 14 minutes left, and I'm not doing readings during the show. Okay. uh, All right, so you have a good day, and we're going to continue because I wanted to get a meditation in before we we finish. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I just wanted to know if you saw a soulmate around me. Okay. Well, give me a call, and we can do a reading. And uh, I will talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alrighty. So we'll talk about following or trying to figure out which way spirit is trying to direct us. One of the things that I teach people about is how to become a little bit more quiet so that we can understand where the information is coming from. One of the greatest difficulties in being a psychic and a medium is separating your own thoughts and your own emotions and ideas and opinions from what spirit is giving you, from what your higher guidance is giving you. So it's not always an easy thing to do, especially when you're talking to people about very emotionally charged things, um, things that you may have very definitive ideas about. Um, For instance, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I knew I was not going to stay with her father and I got a couple of readings just to see what the relationship with her father was going to be like in the future. And there was um, one psychic in particular who really, really just could not fathom raising a child on her own who really forcefully suggested that I, I have an abortion, I don't believe in abortion, and uh, I thank God every day I did not listen to her and I, I wasn't in a place where I would feel um, compelled to follow advice like that because it would have been the worst decision I'd ever made. In those spaces, when you are getting advice from someone else, remember that they, it's coming through their filters and you need to see it as such. We are not infallible. None of us is infallible. And you need to realize that when someone is giving you advice, they have a whole breadth of experience that's behind them that they're giving you this advice through. It is very difficult and it is very rare that you find someone who can rise above that in order to, to read purely and be a pure vessel for the communication to come through. That being said, um, I know that some people like to do what's called channeling. My definition of channeling is allowing your soul to be to step aside from your body and allowing another entity to come into your body to talk directly to whoever is getting the reading. I do not believe in that type of a reading at all. I've never met a higher entity who needed to use my body. Um, If you have a reader and they can hear them, let them translate and just be aware. Um, Because when you're doing that type of a reading, when you step aside, you're not conscious, you're not aware of what's coming in and out, and you're opening up a, a portal, a gateway, that anything can come through. It's very difficult to close, and it's very difficult to have protection during that type of a uh, reading. So a lot of times you will get, you know, misinformation, or if there's any, any lower entities around, they'll pop in and just add something. So I personally am very against that type of reading. I would strongly recommend that that, um, you know, you not try to do that type of reading or um, really take 100% what a person is saying when they're doing that type of a reading. So that being said, we probably, if there's a lot of interest in soulmates, twin flames, finding a perfect partner and that kind of thing, please email me, send me your questions, uh, I will not do personal questions over um, on the air or anything like that, because I feel that a personal reading should be personal. But send me your questions, your general questions, and your curiosities, and we'll see if we can't get them answered in, next, in the following weeks. Now, there's 10 minutes left to the show, and what I would like to do is get everybody settled and have us focused. Today is the day of manifestation. It's October 10, 2010, which is a 10-10-10, and we talked about the number 10 earlier. We have 10 minutes left. So you have all these 10s and all this manifestation around us. Let's do something with it. I want you to sit up straight or lie down, whatever is more comfortable for you. you. You want your spine to be straight. Take a deep breath and relax, and again, and relax, continue to breathe, into the nose, out to the mouth, Relax. Feel your body. Feel your essence. Know that your guardians and guides surround you. They weave protection all around you. Relax. Sense your primary guide. Ask them to give you a sign that they're there. Be quiet. Listen. Feel your body. Feel them as they stroke your hair. Touch your arm. Touch your nose. Thank you for your presence. And we ask for clarity and communication. We ask to be cleansed of all negativity. Be open to the Christ energy that enters us and flows through us. Clearing all negativity. Clearing us of blockage. Allowing our energy to flow freely. Releasing us from negative cords And association. Feel this flowing cold and white energy that fills your entire being and your consciousness. Shedding light on your motivations. Feeling your heart, connecting you to source, clearing up your connection, your guide, your higher self with God, grants us clarity. see ourselves as glowing from within. We see ourselves surrounded by our higher beings, our guardians, our guides, guardian angels, those that love us, our ancestors, rooms full of love and support. We know that we are never alone Feel the energy as it gives you strength, courage, and lifts you up, clears out your ears, eases your pain. We thank our loved ones, our guardians, our guides, and spirit, for being here with us now and always. As we come back into our physical bodies, back into our consciousness, we become more aware of what is in us and around us, more aware of our motivations, our inspirations, and as we commit ourselves to listening, to paying attention to our guidance. And we devote ourselves to manifesting that which is for our highest good and the highest good of everyone around us you are a blessing you can change the world you do change it every breath you take every decision you make changes it let's move forward in wholeness and in unity and make a decision that we're going to step forth into the world in kindness and in compassion and that we're going to make the effort to understand other people and when we have misunderstandings we're going to look and see what direction do we need to come from what direction do we want to take? And what do we have to learn as well as what do the people around us have to learn? We all have something to offer, and each of us is important in our own way. And we look at this like a huge jigsaw puzzle. Sure, you put the corner pieces on first, and you make the framework, but every piece has its place. Every piece is equally important because you don't get the whole picture unless every piece Every piece is put there. You are just as important as anyone else. Your actions are just as important as the CEO of a company or as a homeless person. We all have an effect on the universe around us. Let's make it a good one. So we have about two minutes left of the show. And basically we're going to wrap up with your homework, your homework for the coming week is to really be aware of your thoughts and your intentions. What are you bringing to the table? What do you want to bring to the table? Be aware of your free will. When you're given a crossroads and you're given a decision to make, try to follow your guidance, and if you're not really getting guidance, the answer may be that there is no wrong decision. If you make every decision with love in your heart, you will never make the wrong decision. So, on this day, the 10th of October, 2010, we move forward to manifest our ideals and our goals and let's as a group join in unity and understanding and try to bring more love into the world. This is this is Hawaii, Psychic Geraldine St. Joseph. If you'd like to contact me, my contact information is on my Blog Talk radio page, or you can find me at voiceofspirit.com or psychicinhawaii.com, gabrielstrumpet.net, and spiritualparents.com. We are attracting. If there's anyone in the area who would like to have a reading, a session, or would like to schedule a talk or a group session, please give me a call at 808-261-7866. That's 808-261-7866. Please remember, when you step out of bed in the morning, you make a decision whether or not it's going to be a good day or a bad day. You make the decision how you're going to take things, whether you're going to be a victim or whether you're going to be an advocate, whether you're going to respond, or, and how you're going to respond to things. Every decision you make impacts the rest of your life. So make your decisions with love in your heart and do your homework. Walk around with a smile on your face and bring happiness to others. Aloha.